I've never traveled far around the world. I've never seen the many thrills and sights unfurled. But I've taken the journey of journeys for me. Up Calvary's mountain, there my Savior to see. I've been to Calvary. I can say I've seen the Lord. I've been to Calvary. Through the witness of His Word. Stay at Calvary. What a thrill of love divine just to know that this Savior is mine. I walked the Calvary's road where Jesus trod. I saw him hanging there, the Son of God. With tear-stained eyes I knelt and prayed, Jesus, hear my plea. Oh, praise the Lord, I'm glad I've been to Calvary. I've been to Calvary. I can say I've seen the Lord. I've been to Calvary. Through the witness of His Word, each day at Calvary. What a thrill of love divine. Just to know that this Savior is mine. I've been to Calvary. I can say I've seen the Lord. I've been to Calvary. Through the witness of His Word, each day had Calvary. What a thrill of love divine just to know that this Savior is mine. Just to think, just to feel, just to know that this Savior is mine. Uh, <clears throat> greetings in the precious and the lovely name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and welcome once again to the Fellowship Temples podcast. I'm Brother Gene Rickard, the pastor of the Fellowship Temple Church located on Weldon Avenue in Madisonville, Kentucky. We're honored to be back on the airwaves and I thank the Lord for that. My wife singing today, Sister Betty. Uh, I tell you, that's a wonderful little song there. I tell you, Jesus is mine, and I tell you, He can be yours, 
And if you want him to be, but if you don't, you can reject him like everybody, like a lot of people have. But I tell you, if you reject him, yeah, you're not going to make heaven your home. I tell you, it's it's just a one-way street to heaven. It ain't no dozen ways or a hundred ways. It's just a, a one-way street. And that one-way street, if you're not on that, if you haven't been born again, you're not on this street I'm talking about. It ain't no dozen ways, as I said. And I'm telling you, I know it's Scripture says multitudes and the multitudes is in a valid decision, in a valid decision. So uh, I hope that you're not in that valid I hope you get out of there and make the right decision. That's Jesus Christ and being born again. All right. I want to give your address right now. The address is Fellowship Temple. It's Post Office Box 209 in Madisonville, Kentucky. Zip code is 42431 in the USA. And we're not any denomination. We're a non-denominational church. And, and uh, I say unto all of you, you can go to the Fellowship Temple page and you can follow us uh, on the Facebook. Sometimes we have live church services on Sunday morning. And join us there if you can. I said sometimes. So uh, we appreciate you tuning in. And now the message that we are going to be airing today, and the title of it is uh, uh, The Marriage and Family. Now, I know this is, gets very deep in controversy, but you know what? I'm just going to stay with the Bible and uh, the old authorized King James Bible. And uh, whatever, whatever anybody thinks, if they don't want it, they don't have to. But I'm going to stay with the book. And I, for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. So right now, we're going to get into the message now, part one, marriage and family. we reading in the book of Ephesians, and uh, I'm going to start in the fifth chapter, and uh, I'm going to start with the uh, <clears throat> 21st verse, Ephesians 5 and 21. Ephesians 5, 21. All right, we're going to be reading in the book of Ephesians, and uh, I'm going to start in the fifth chapter, and uh, I'm going to start with the uh, <clears throat> 21st verse, Ephesians 5 and 21. Ephesians 5, 21. All right. Submitting yourself one another in the fear of God, <clears throat> wives, submit, your, submit yourselves unto your own husbands, as unto the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be unto their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, <clears throat> pardon me, even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it that he may sanctify and cleanse it by the washing of the water by the word. Let's uh, stop right there and let's pray. <clears throat> our precious Heavenly Father, our loving God today in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask your blessings upon this reading of your word today. 
Father, I pray that anoint me, and Father, may this go out and touch somebody's life and somebody's heart, <clears throat> somebody's soul, and Lord, if they're lost and undone without God or his son, I pray they'll surrender their spirit to you and their body and soul and spirit. Uh, give it all to them, O oh Lord. Uh, may they, <clears throat> Lord, surrender it all. <clears throat> Father, in the name of Jesus, <clears throat> In the name of Jesus, I come to you at the cross and give you the glory, give you the praise. Help me, Father, deliver my soul with everything that's in me and we'll give you the praise in the Father's and Holy Ghost in Jesus' name, amen. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> All right. We're gonna be talking about the family. The family. <coughs> you know, the family makes up uh, the family consists of a male and a female. <clears throat> now, uh, I want to say unto all of you that God instituted the church, one of the oldest institutions that ever was. It was instituted in the, in the Garden of Eden. God made them male and female. And I want, to tell, I want to tell the world today on the broadcast that's listening to me today, God knew what he was doing when he made a male for a female and a female for a male, and it was not supposed to be two men marrying or two women marrying, and these activist judges today are overriding the, the, uh, the uh, election of the people tried to override them by pushing homosexuality across the land. I'll tell you now, and I'll tell you before, it is sin, and they, the, the, the homosexual has got one right, and that is to repent of their sin. Now, I'm gonna tell you, Mr. Judges and Mr. Law Officials that's listening to me on this broadcast, if you're listening to me, I'm not gonna back down. I am not gonna marry no homosexuals. You can come after me if you want to, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I am not gonna indulge in that sin. Amen. Now what are you gonna say? Amen. Amen. Now, I know you say, oh, they get in trouble. Well, they go ahead and I'll just go ahead and get in trouble real good. Praise the Lord. I'm gonna tell you, God instituted a marriage between a man and a woman. Amen. And God don't make no mistakes. Amen. Never has made a mistake. Never will. He's perfect in everything he does. Amen. Now, praise the Lord. Now the Bible said that, uh, and you know what? How in the name of God can two men create a child anyway? Amen. How can two women create a child anyway? Brother, I'm telling you, it was instituted by God. And brother, I'm telling you, and let me tell you right now, he told this in the book of Genesis. In the first chapter, God said, uh, and God blessed them, and God said unto them, be fruitful, one, and multiply, number two, replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish, 
over the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing and that moveth on the earth. Amen. Now God instituted that. Amen. Amen. God fixed it that way. Amen. Amen. And I'm gonna tell you right now, while I'm at it, let me just go ahead and get uh, the book of Romans 1.27 here real quick. Praise the Lord. Can you prove that you're right? The Bible is always right. The authorized King James Bible I'm talking about to all of you out there in Radio Land. Praise God. In the uh, Romans 120, uh, uh, let's start with the uh, 20, uh, first verse. Matter of fact, let's back up just a little bit further and get the 20th verse. Romans 1 and 20. For the invisible things of him for the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, which are of eternal power and, and Godhead, so they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God and glorified him not as God neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart and was darkened professing themselves to be wise, and they became fools and changed their glory from uncorruptible God unto an image that made like an corruptible man and to the birds and the four-footed beasts and the creeping things. Now, you're listening to me. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God. They, that's what they're trying to do now. They're trying to do it. And to lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator. We've got one creator we need to worship. We don't worship idol gods or images. We worship the almighty creator. Not these dumb idols that can't see, can't smell, can't touch and can't talk and can't do nothing else. Praise God. But I worship the true and living God and Jesus Christ, his son, who died on the cross of Calvary, shed his last blood for all mankind that we can be saved by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up to vile affections, even their, all, their women. Are you listening to me, women, men? and did change their natural use into that which is against nature. It's against nature. I'll tell you, a woman with a woman is against nature. And don't come up and tell me that's their lifestyle. No, that's a sin style. And you can pass, listen, uh, Mr. Judges and Mr. Law officials and congressmen and everybody else's mayors and lawyers and doctors and everybody else. I don't care who you are, brother. I'm going to tell you one thing: it is sin for a man to be with a man and a woman with a woman. Amen. Can you say? Can everybody stand up and say Amen? Amen. Amen. I want what we want the world to know where Fellowship Temple stands. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to be to God. Now, the Bible said this, and, like, and likewise also men leaving the natural use of a woman, the man let the natural use of the woman, which God said it was good. 
You know, the script, Proverbs said, 18th chapter, I believe it is, whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. If you found a wife, keep her. She's a keeper. Don't look for no other woman. Don't you look for no other man. You ain't got no business looking for somebody else's man and somebody else's woman. Are you understanding me? We got church people. I said church, I didn't say born again Christians. I said we got church people that's looking for somebody else's woman, somebody else's man. It is sin. If you're in Fellowship Temple, you're on the radio land. It's still sin. I'm preaching to every one of you, include myself. Amen. Let me read that 27 verse. And likewise also men, leaving the natural use of a woman, burning their lust one for another, men with men working that which is unseemly, receiving in themselves a recompense, their error which, it, which was meet. And listen, and even as they did not alike retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. Their loss forever. Reprobate mind to do those things which are convenient. I'm gonna tell you, Mr. Sir and Mr. Miss Ma'am, all of you listening to me this hour, and I love you, I love you. I just want you to see you repent and get saved and get born of the Spirit. Now, I'm gonna tell you something. Brother, as I, I, I listen to Bible, let me just, uh, I read to you in the book of, of Romans there, in the uh, uh, first chapter of the book of Romans. Now then, Turn with me in the 18th chapter of the book of Leviticus. Leviticus 18. The Bible says in Leviticus 18. I'm, so, I'm wound up here today. Glory to be to God. I'm gonna read something in the book of Leviticus. And, I, and you said, you say, well, that's in the Old Testament. I just got through reading in the New Testament. Let me read this to you. 18th chapter of the book of Leviticus. And then see what the Bible says here. I'm gonna start with 11 first. The nakedness of thy father's wife's daughter, because, because of thy father, she was thy sister, thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy father's sister, she is thy father's nearest kinswoman. Are you listening to me? Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy mother's sister, for she's thy mother's nearest kinswoman. And that thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy father's brother, for thou shalt approach his wife, she is thine aunt. Are you listening? All right, thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of the, of the daughter in law, she is thy son's wife. And, and thou shalt not uncover her nakedness. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy brother's wife. Thou shalt, it is thy brother's nakedness. Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of a woman uh, and her, her daughter. Neither thou shalt take the, her son's daughter nor her daughter's daughter to uncover her nakedness for they are nearest kinsmen. It is wickedness. It, it's wickedness. Sin, it's still sin today. It's sin tomorrow. It's sin forever. It was sin yesterday. Are you listening to me? I'm telling you the truth today. The truth will make you free. Neither shalt thou take thy wife to her sister to vex her, to uncover her nakedness besides the other life, her lifetime. 
Also thou shalt not approach unto a woman to uncover her nakedness as long as she is put apart for her uncleanliness. You know what that's talking about, you ladies. But moreover, thou shalt not lie carnally with thy neighbor's wife to defile thyself with her. And let me share with you, all of you out in Radio Land, you listening to me, all you people that goes to church claim you're Christians and you're living with a living with somebody that's not your wife or your husband, you are in sin. You're not supposed to live with one another. The Bible says in Hebrews 13, 4, marriage is honorable and all, and the bed's undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. Amen. 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 Let me give you a simple remedy for fortification. Can I give you for some prevention from preventing you to, to commit a fortification? I'll give you the, the simplest prevention of fortification there is, and that is called marriage. And you're not supposed, you're not supposed to, you, single man or single woman are not supposed to touch one another until after they're married. Now somebody say amen. I don't care who does it. It don't make no difference or whatever. Oh, you know, nowadays they make fun of them little virgins. Bless God, but I tell you, virgins got something they, they, they can't get. Praise the Lord. You hear me? These other harlots and whoremongers out here, they, 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 listen, they, the, they, these little ladies, it's got their virginity. They've got something that no man can take from them. Thank God for you. Keep yourself pure until you're after you're married. Amen. Boy, it's getting quiet in here now. Praise the Lord. Somebody ought to praise God right there. I tell you, I'm wound up. I said marriage is honorable and all, but the bed's undefiled. The bed is undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. You ain't got no business looking at somebody else's wife, somebody else's husband. Praise God. You got it all. When you got your wife, you got it all. You got your husband, you got it all. And the grass ain't no greener nowhere else. Oh, it brings us problems, it brings sorrow, it brings sadness, it brings eruption, it brings confusion, it brings heartaches. Listen, my wife and I married in 1972, November the 7th. Thank God for our marriage. It ain't been a perfect one, but thank God I still got the same woman that I had for all these many years, and I certainly don't want another one. Okay, we're... Uh, we're going to stop our part one on our marriage and uh, family today, and we're going to next week we'll be on part two. I hope you got something out of that. I want to make mention right now. This was made for my radio broadcast before I started the podcast, and I know a lot of you has heard me uh, say radio. And now we're still on the radio, and you can find us on if you go there on the Fellowship Temple page, you can find our radio broadcast and and our sometimes Facebook on Sunday morning, and you can do that. So I want to, again, I want to give you our address. It's Fellowship Temple, Post Office Box 209 in Madisonville, Kentucky. Zip code is 42431. All right, God bless you until next week.